what do you want anyway? You know what I'm saying? Strictly dealing with, with high potent collabos, you know what I'm saying? Y'all keep your cool out, man. Don't mess the paper up. Never mess the paper up, baby. Right, you know, right. take some of this, man. Put that shit out. What's that? What's that? That new port long? Well, yeah, a little something. A little FB. A little FB serum. I put right. something up in there for you. A little shebang bang. Virus, all right? Let me see. Let me see what you're working with. Take that in deep. Oh, see, let's do this business oh, right, baby. Oh, shit. He knew that thing. See, these young boys don't know about that money side. Yeah, yeah. I see you. You're a player, son. You're a player. You know what I mean? Mind power. Mind power, baby. You know what I'm saying? Look at that. Look at that. Yeah, That's how that. we do business, you know what I mean? So, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Let's get this popping. Let's get this started right, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, lad, Now we got, it, we got that situation, man. Let's get this popping. That's what I'm talking about. On a warm summer's evening, on a train bound for nowhere, met up with a gambler. We were both too tired to sleep, so we took turns of staring out the window at the darkness. Boredom overtook us And he began to speak He said, son, I've made a life Out of reading people's faces And knowing what the cards were By the way they held their eyes So if you don't mind my saying I can see you're out of aces For a taste of your whiskey I'll give you some advice
<laughs> yeah, I guess not, because this is uh, audio. <laughs> well, that makes sense. What else makes sense? Um, little bits of metal, I guess. They still exist. They don't even. Well, I guess they exist. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> Just gotta say, we had the best brownies today that uh, Mona cooked up, and oh man, <laughs> quite a day so far. Did all sorts of stuff, you know, good, yes, and now we're here, which is also good. So thank you for joining us and allowing me to be your host. If you don't know me, my name is Mortimer Maine. My friends call me Morty, like people that I grew up with. People that I didn't grow up with started calling me Magic. But I like that too. So either one, you know. Yeah, this is like, uh, this is the Treehouse Lounge. <laughs> this is where we lounge and this is where we listen to tracks. This is where everyone can come together and hang out. As long as the one rule remains satisfied. The one and only rule and that is no dickheads allowed. So if you're a dickhead, GTFO. <laughs> Off the airwaves, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Actually, whatever. If you're a dickhead, you should be listening because maybe this show will teach you how to not be a dickhead. You know what I'm saying? That's what's up. Okay, what else is up? What else is up? Today is... Today is... G. It's all G. We're still all G because we're in the Gs. Today is Generation X. Today is Gen X. Today is Billy Idol. Billy Idol, William Idol. <laughs> what was the movie that we watched today while we were setting up the joint? It was, oh yes, oh yes. You know what, I'm just realizing this is like Mona Day because um, Mona was so uh, like pretty pumped that it was her day to pick the movie that uh, that's why she brought in the brownies and everyone was just like Mona's the best you know she's basically like everyone's grandma around here she you know knows all the herbal remedies and stuff and uh, yeah she was like I want to watch the witches and I was like oh my goodness Mona like yes because I love that movie I haven't seen it in a long time and you know, I read the book when I was a kid, Roald Dahl was my dude when I was a kid. I read most of those books. And this movie, The Witches, with uh, Rowan Atkinson and Angelica Houston. And uh, you know, some kids. Was great, spectacular, thrilling, still, gripping, funny, you know, whimsical, <laughs> scary. Man, scary, okay? Scary business. Um, and I was like, I definitely remember being a kid and I was just like, whoa. Witches, after seeing the movie, I think then I read the book. 
I don't think it was the other way around. But after that, I was like, okay, I now give witches, real witches that like eat children's flesh, a 5% chance of possibly existing after consuming the movie and the book. So, you know, that was like 10 year old me or whatever. That's how I was living after this type stuff. So that's what I'm saying. And then we watched it today. Everyone was just like, everyone was just like, it was unanimous. You gotta go back and check it out. The Witches, the 90s one. I think it was like 90 or 91. Here we go. Okay, there it is, Mona. Go ahead, you legend. Yeah, it's pretty fun. Pretty funny. Mona was like, they got it about half right, and uh, I was like, and she was like, from the stories when I was a child. <laughs> yes, that is my Mona impression. Okay, I see you there. Okay, go ahead, please, hit it. Approved, recommended. Moving on. Generation X, today we have probably Generation X's, I don't know, third best out of the four albums. <laughs> but fear not, because we got tunes. Because even this album has got an absolute banger, okay? You know who Generation X is? Are people just like, who is Generation X? Like, I know Billy Idol from The Wedding Singer, but like, what is this Generation X business? Well, if you put any more thought than that into it, you'd probably be like, oh, like maybe it's Billy Idol's first band or something like that. And you would be right about that. And let's just rip off a couple off the dome top most fun facts about Billy Idol. Okay, here we go. Dude's name, dude's last name is actually Broad. B-R-O-A-D. <laughs> I was like, okay. I heard that Broad in England actually referred to uh, a piece of meat with a hole in it being sold at like a discount rate at a butcher shop. And uh, that's why like it's such a horrible term to use to refer to, um, you know, females. And uh, yeah, so that was his last name and so no wonder he was just like hey i'm gonna change it but even though billy who still lives spells it i-d-o-l like a golden idol he got the idea apparently for that from one of his school teachers when he was young who was just like billy is is idol like i-d-l-e as in lazy, as in lazy McGay's daydreaming for days, purple haze, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, uh, <laughs> what else? So yeah, Generation X formed in London in 1976, okay? And I think we've heard this story before, broke up in 1981. But yeah, four albums, so five years, four albums. Formed in 1976, they were touring Europe by April 1977 and playing with joint building shows for The Jam, who will be hearing on the show, and The Police, who will be hearing on the show. The band, okay? Not the Babylon, you know what I'm saying? So I was just like, 
Okay, here's another story of like ridiculous fame, ridiculously fast. And it's all basically because of Billy Idol. I don't think anybody can argue with that. This guy's a bona fide rock star. He had, he could play guitar, he could sing, he could write songs. He had the look, he had the attitude. He was a handsome motherfucking dude. You know, that's what I think. <laughs> and yeah, you know, he was really popular. And uh, even though he was like crazy addicted to some serious business opiates, opioids, you know, stuff like number seven. <sighs> <laughs> so forth and other drugs okay which i you know won't bother to list <laughs> yeah he's still alive and uh, i guess he's doing pretty well like because he he as far as i could tell he never beat anybody up he never abused his wife he never got arrested so billy basically has a clean sheet too which is great. So I like to learn about. Okay. So, geez, where should we start here? Where should we start? Where should we start? Oh, yeah. As I was doing my research today, I was like, you know what? I was listening to the to the tracks and I was like, you know what this is? I'm like, you know what? The, you know what this is? Morty, you know what this is? I was like, this is pop punk. The first. And it was Billy Idol's punk credentials that got everyone's attention back in the day. And it was his intent to be a teen idol that was very clear. Like he made the choice. He came from a group that I learned about today called the Bromley Contingent. And these are people who lived in Bromley, England, <laughs> which is somewhere. And they love the Sex Pistols so much that they, they were like the traveling groupies. You know, all sorts of people were just down with the Sex Pistols and went to every show. And I guess like, yeah, people named them, you know, because they traveled all over the island. So I was like, okay, he was down with the Sex Pistols big time. And uh, his, the yellow, the, the white, yellow dyed hair, like I remember. See, I remember knowing who Billy Idol was as a kid and being like, Billy Idol is cool. I was like, look at this guy. I was like, it's cool. <laughs> yeah, and so apparently early in uh, the Billy Idol story, when they started to, uh, when the band formed and uh, were like starting to get some attention, the early lyrics were political as you know were punk lyrics in UK at the time because punk as we basically learned became a political thing half about the music half about the life and they were talking about you know they were criticizing the national front the right-wing Nazi were not racist party that was enjoying a lot of uh, new support at the time in the 80s and they were criticizing the the troubles the UK in Ireland Northern Ireland 
and uh, you know these are issues that they were serious life and death issues but that hard edge was quickly abandoned it seems like and uh, Billy was always like you know probably never given true punk status because uh, it was pretty clear like it seems clear that he was pretty egotistical and well, right like like quite shortly after they started to enjoy success as generation x he was uh had the idea of going solo on the brain which of course he eventually did and yeah like good for him you know because he uh, he <laughs> i like billy idol better than generation x how about that okay apparently oh yeah apparently johnny rotten had beef with billy idol johnny rotten was like this guy's a phony you know this guy's a guy's a fucking fugazi or something like that you know all right all right all right so this album is called kiss me deadly and i just got it in okay new to the collection airmail in from toronto where i get records sometimes you know what i'm saying got contacts in that city other cities for records and thanks. I got a big new shipment and I'll, I'll, I'll show you the box. I'll put a picture of the box on the Instagram page and you can be like, nice, Smorty, nice, or whatever, or whatever you're gonna think, okay? Where was I? The album's called Kiss Me Deadly. It doesn't have the song Kiss Me Deadly, which is one of the, which is the first Generation X song I heard and really liked. It was the one that got me into it. So I can't play you that one, which is kind of whack. But what is not whack is the 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 phrase "kiss me deadly." I'm pretty sure that was a Mickey Spillane reference, who was a 1950s 40s film noir crime pulp novelist. Which I read some of those books back in my uh, early days of university, because one of my history profs was just like, "Yeah, Mickey Spillane, kiss me deadly," and I was like, "Wow, that sounds cool. Let me check it out." So I did, and I was just like, "I'm about this," you know what I'm saying? So when I realized I liked that song, I was just like, "Hmm, kiss me deadly. That's cool. I like the way that sounds. You know, I like it. That's what I like. I would like to play the song, but I can't." <laughs> So instead, I shall play something else, which is maybe even better because, man, oh man, this isn't my favorite Billy Idol song. Like, I'd want you to give me Rebel Yell. Like, that's my tune with this guy. But uh, this one, it was the last one that came out with Generation X. So he wrote the song. So uh, when they broke up and he went solo, his his first album that was called just Billy Idol, it had White Wedding, Rebel Yell, and this is <laughs> probably the best example of Billy Idol being pop punk. But damn, son, how do you not like this song? With your friends or by yourself? Everyone on the float. Let's get this. Let's get it. Let's dance! Yeah. 
myself even though those lyrics surely inspired a full generation of youth who heard the song to dance in front of their mirror to the song and like hold up like their hand pretending it's a microphone and then maybe they like dyed their hair or like (laughs) ripped their shirt or something or like went punk in like quotes you know but you know it's a feel-good song especially when it comes to the, the stuff that uh, youth go through. Body image, depression, drugs, sex, rock and roll, that type of stuff. But uh, apparently it wasn't even all that deep. The Dancing With Myself came from Billy Idol visiting Japan and seeing a bunch of youth there practicing with their like dance crews in front of the shiny stone faces of some of the like downtown Tokyo buildings where you can actually see your reflection and it's funny when I learned this today uh, because I had the exact same experience basically when I first arrived in Japan I think first night we went out downtown Nagoya you know with the intention of uh, getting funk as drunk I saw it I guess uh, and I was just like I said to my friend King L who wasn't even King L yet, he was just playing old Lloyd, you know, it was our first night hanging out. I was like, Lloyd, what is this business? And he's just like, oh mate, that's the dance crews. They practice so they can see themselves. And I was just like, cool, cool. I respect that. I was like, I was like dancing with themselves. <laughs> or something like that. Anyways, that was a good night. Still got some photos, you know what I'm saying? Funk is drug objective achieved for sure. What else is going on with Billy, man? What else is going on? Yeah, so punk was this, you know, characterized by working class youth, which was definitely not Billy Idol. Um, I, up, middle, upper class. He had attended some uh, university, you know, so he wasn't like ever like needed to work in a factory to eat, like, uh, or, or squatted anywhere, you know, like a lot of these other punks. So that's why, like, Johnny Rotten was just like, who is this fucking pretty boy? You know, that's probably what they called him. 
but uh, yeah so kind of interesting that here's some here's some fun facts one of the early members of the band was in the London SS which we've talked about because that was Mick Jones from the Clash's first major band and um, oh yeah I like this one Generation X first edition played on a show a television show in England that was hosted by Mark Bolin who is like the main guy from T-Rex if you know if you've been listening and I didn't know this but Mark had the show called Mark <laughs> which is pretty lame but uh, yeah so they did a show there and they played a song and then um, I don't know who the drummer was I forget but in the band but they stole the studio drum kit and like you know obviously the people found out and were pissed but you know so they're pulling stunts like that so you know, they're like, oh yeah, we're punk, man, you know, like you steal shit. So, you know, people would have issues with that. Billy Idol had, uh, it's this crazy story that he was like performing on stage and some hell's angel, I guess like identified by his cut on his back, climbed up on stage, absolutely smashed Billy in the face with his fist like a, a haymaker punch. It sent Billy reeling backwards and crashed into the drop kit, but uh, and then like the the Hell's Angels just fucked off. I guess like satisfied that that's all he wanted to do, and then Billy like got up and like dusted himself off and went back to singing. I thought that was pretty cool. I thought that sounded pretty punk to me. When the '80s hit, their fourth and last album, the one that we have here, "Kiss Me Deadly," the drummer is Terry Chimes. And again, if you remember, Terry Chimes was the drummer on The Clash's first album, the self-titled one, the green one. And it is around this time that Billy, the persona of Billy Idol, which is like part Elvis, part, I don't know, Sid Vicious, part whatever, the persona emerges in full uh, on purpose, you know, so Billy's one of these guys with these personas you know and he's just like oh yeah i changed my name and it's like oh yeah i like this and about this you know <laughs> one of these persona weirdos but uh yeah oh yeah and then when this album came out they also changed they shortened the name the full name of the band it went from generation x to just gen x which i thought was kind of neat um and uh yeah and then billy was just like yeah yeah our genre of music is called New Romantic, which I guess like was, you know, one of the crests of the new wave. Based, Billy based it on the writings of Samuel Taylor Coleridge, which I guess he was really into at the time and like probably enjoyed telling the media. He's like, yeah, I'm about this. <laughs> I've been reading all the works of Samuel Taylor Coleridge, you know. Like. But uh, yeah, Billy was a showman. A showman. And so... I have another song, and the song is okay, but it's like, it's Billy doing Rockabilly, it's called King Rocker. This song, I think, was on the, their third album. This was the song when Chrysalis Records was like, if King Rocker's not a hit on this record, like, we're gonna drop you! And uh, luckily, I guess, well, or, or unluckily, it was uh, good enough for one more hit, because they ended up making another record after, but uh, you know what? Nah, I'm not even gonna play that song right now. Yeah, I'm not doing it. I'm calling an audible actually. That's, uh, it's not, it's, yeah, no, you know what? If you want to hear King Rocker by Gen X, go out on the internet and grab it, you know what I'm saying? It's about that time, you know what I'm saying? I ordered a pizza 30 minutes ago from, um, off site, 
and uh, yeah, so it should be here. So you know, I'm just gonna go. I'm gonna go. I gotta clear off the big table. It's one of those like. Well, it's pretty funny. Uh, this new pizza place opened up in the treehouse complex, and it's like any diameter pizza that you want, go custom make. Like I have this giant oven. So I ordered this uh, pizza, just a, a nice change. Should be about five feet across. <laughs> okay, that was Gen X today. That was Billy Idol. I don't have any Billy Idol records, so that is gonna be the last of that guy. But I'll just say something to think about. When Billy Idol made the cameo appearance in the Adam Sandler movie, the great Adam Sandler movie, The Wedding Singer, that was Billy Idol playing himself from like 20 years before, you know? So when I first saw it, I was just like, oh, like, this is just Billy Idol now. He's just like kind of a little bit older, you know? I'm like, I don't know, a little bit older. And, uh, but it's like, you have to think that it was, you know, he was supposed to be, you know, looking younger. But, uh, anyways, I, uh, I don't even really know what I'm saying with that. So, like, let's just leave that right there. <laughs> we'll leave that right there. We won't pick that one up again. We'll be picking up other stuff tomorrow, right here at the Treehouse Lounge deep in the forest 240 feet up where we don't clash we groove baby this has been mortimer magic main the pirate of peace the matador the safe cracker cracking open the safes and extracting the juice from the hidden forbidden <laughs> all right i'm hungry bring it back here one time in about 24 hours it's gonna be me Mortimer and Magic Main welcoming you back to the Treehouse Lounge. So until then, for now, I will say I will just see you tomorrow. Peace, peace, peace. Toothpicks, you want to say peace? Peace.